Lousy Junkie Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. And this is where you can laugh, cry, learn, and grow with some of the icky, lousy, junky life choices we've made. And we all make them. Yes, we do. <laughs> Every day. We're back together again. Together again. Together again. Is I, that a song? I don't know. Yeah, it is, but I can't An think of what song? it is. Or yeah. did you just make that up? I'm, I might just be making up the words, but I think it is. Don't you think? Um, yeah. Is my son watching us? <laughs> my son is home today from school. He, we had to go to the dentist because he had a mouth injury. And it's snowing. And it's snowing. There's a lot of snow on the ground. And it's gross. And it, I, I think there's more coming, isn't there? Um, I, There might be. I know that we are under a winter storm advisory until 6 p.m. tonight. Yeah, yeah. So there might be some more snow. But let me tell you something. And it's freaking let freezing. Me, let me tell you how much stupidity I have seen already today. <laughs> because I don't understand how in the hell... You get in your car to drive, especially when the weather's bad, right. without clearing off your back windshield. Oh, yeah. And isn't it illegal? Yes. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. The number of cars that I saw with their back windshield covered in snow, and I don't mean covered in snow because you've been driving down the highway and the snow that was on top of your car has now, you know, blown onto the back. Oh, right, right. I mean, that happens. That happens. I'm talking about you never even attempted to clear (laughs) off your back windshield. I don't understand how you make that decision to get in your car and drive and not clear off your back windshield. I don't get it. I don't understand. That would, it would drive me insane. I need to know what's going on behind you. Behind you. Like if the car behind you is skidding and can't stop and you need to get the hell out of the way. I didn't even know these things. Exactly. You know, I mean, ugh. Drives me nuts. It does. It drives it's me just nuts. Stupid. Too. I can't wait until my kids graduate high school, go on to college, so I can get the hell out of Illinois, so I don't have to deal with this kind of crap. Um, hang on, just a second. Let me respond. Oh my it's goodness! My, this is my ADHD friend. It's one of my speech guys. Uh huh. Jamie is. Let me explain something to you. I'm going to say something right now, and I'm going to say it on this podcast. So just a minute ago, Jamie Black was just talking about with me, I think I have ADHD. It's really hard for me to focus. I did not say that. I said I think I have ADD. ADD. I find it really hard to focus for a long period of time. But what I notice about Jamie, (laughs) and this is just me from a coach perspective. (laughs) Whatever. What I notice about Jamie's behavior is he is consistently, and I'm not kidding, constantly on his phone doing all these different things. I am not constantly so on has, my phone. He has lit <laughs> He has literally been training his brain. He's been training his brain to be distracted. And that's exactly what he's done. Uh-huh. Whatever. He doesn't want to hear it because nobody likes to be told <laughs> what to do, which you know, yeah. I feel like he should be, though. I feel like he should be coached. If I was his coach, I would make him put down his phone and not even look at it for, like, three hours a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is important business. It's what? Speech? Yes. Because we have, we're have we going into regionals oh, this weekend. Okay. Uh-huh. And so I got to find scripts for some guys. They don't even have scripts yet? Well, they're... These Aren't they are, going to use the scripts they've gone into regionals with? No, these are 
No, because one of them, um, we had I had two guys that are in DI, and one of them is has a much better polished piece. Okay. Um, that DI he, for you listeners is dramatic interpretation. Right. So <laughs> so I'm going with that guy. So I'm giving the other one a prose piece, and I and I have to find him a script. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have not done that. Why? Because I've been working right. on my script. Yes. And, it, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's I have to, so. All right. Oh, but I'm going crazy. But it's almost over. It is almost over. Because you're going to have and that like, screenplay written by next week. No, by today. Not today, or I Thursday. mean by this week. By yeah. January, oh, that's right, January 31st. Yeah. Which will be at, in the past once they're listening to this. Exactly. So you will have been finished <laughs> yeah, let's for a hope. few days. Let's hope. No, we're not going to hope. You're going to have it. I uh, know I am going to have it done. We're going to say it as it already is. I am. You are I, done I am with done. the screenplay. I'm done with the screenplay. You're done. I just, I yes, it just needs revising a little bit, but I'm done. And there you go. I'm done, yes. Don't you feel a little more relief right now? No. <laughs> No, I am done. I am done. You're done. I also then, uh, oh, then today would be Robin Coffin's birthday. Today will be when this is released. <laughs> when You're this right. is released. And we're going to be celebrating uh, at a brunch slash uh, just like an all-day brunch, Super Bowl party f- extravaganza. <laughs> I was trying to come up with a word. I'm yeah. like, what is that? So... So happy birthday, Robin. Happy birthday, happy Robin Coffin. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Robin. We hope you co-host with us too at some point this year. <laughs> right. All right, because we know you've made some mistakes. Oh. <laughs> and the world should know. <laughs> oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be a fun episode. That, that, yeah, well, all of our episodes are fun, I think. Well, no, they are fun. But I'm that's going to be some fun. That's going to be some extra fun. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Jamie. Angela. So, what do you? <laughs> what's new? What are you thinking we should talk about? I've got a few things, but... Oh, well, then... Uh, I, I don't know if you I have to... nothing. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, this might feel a little coachy. Although, I would look on my phone because I think I wrote something down, but I'm not allowed. Oh, you if you wrote something <laughs> down, write... Look it. <laughs> I'm just going to stare at you to see what you're doing to make sure you're not playing trivia, or playing <laughs> words with friends, or saying happy birthday on Facebook... Okay, let's see. Where is it? Where is it? One of these notes. Nope, that's not it. Okay. Uh. Oh no, that's a that's a plot for my one of my. Oh no, but that's a good problem because that is a problem. Um. Nope. That's no. No. Hang on. Because Oh, Monroe's Motivated Sequence. I used to teach that. Did you? Yes, I did. That's the uh, persuasion sequence. Yeah. Yes. For speech. Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> no. That was a bathtub philosopher thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, maybe I don't no? have it. Okay. Right. I thought I had, but maybe I erased the note. All right. 
I'm going to talk about something today that okay. has been. Uh, well, we all we know that I just finished reading the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Right. My motto for 2019 is screw it, just do it. Yes. And as a like coach, right? Um, what we are basically are habits or masters of habit change. Okay. But what I'm noticing, and this book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, it, it did a really great job at really, like, honing in on this, is that society lately is a bunch of entitled peoples who don't want to take responsibility. Oh, and yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, and a couple things have happened over the week where I'm like, okay. And then I'm doing a workshop, and a lot of it is about taking responsibility, owning up to your role that you have in your situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the only way you're ever going to get get better. So, like, let me explain, like, some of the stuff that's happened over the week where I've just been like, okay, we are we are really kind of sliding away from being a... a a place of responsibility mm-hmm. to we're getting really good at placing blame on others mm-hmm. and thinking that everybody should just, you know, Go change everything around so that you can accommodate me. But in reality, that's not really teaching people anything. So let me just kind of explain what's been going like. So I work obviously at the restaurant to, to supplement income while I build this business, right? Yes. Happy hour is between 4 and 6 o'clock. Okay. Now, uh, my manager gave at one time permission to these people to come in when they came in about three minutes before 6. He gave them permission once to order a couple drinks and get them at happy hour price. But then proceeded to let them know happy hour is between 4 and 6. So you've got to get here before 6. You know, (laughs) we can't just have you come in at three minutes to 6. And ring up five drinks for you and have you sit here for two hours. That's right. not what that means. Yeah. It means between four and six is happy hour. Well, now they've gotten it thinking that we have to do that every time. No. Okay? And I said to them finally this week, I said, look, we can't do that. Happy hour is from four to six. Well, your manager, my manager's no longer here right now. I'm telling you right now, he did that to you once. He did that. He okayed that once. I was standing right here. Don't try and take the responsibility away. <laughs> Well, we can't we can't get here until six. That's not my problem. No, the hours <laughs> of happy hour are four to six. Me. It's not my problem if you can't make it. There's a lot of people who can't make it here before six. Right. And how am I a jerk because you can't make it here? I'm supposed to re I'm supposed to completely rearrange Illinois state law on happy hour and the hours we have set for it for you. Right. Because you can't accommodate your schedule. Because they can't get there. Then I assume then that you're going to be paying full price for your drinks. Yeah. And it's not my problem that you have to do that. Uh, Some other people came in a little bit after brunch when we have endless bubbles between certain times. 2.30. Well, I got got stuck in traffic. That, again, is not my problem. Our brunch is between 10 (laughs) and 2. If you want to get there before 2... And you don't want to get stuck in traffic, leave Never a little bit earlier. Exactly. It's not my problem. But see, the problem is we have become a society where we think everyone has to accommodate us. Yeah. We and- don't want to take responsibility for our own action. And when somebody finally does say, okay, stop for a minute. Let's look at your responsibility. You know, people are like, well, <gasps> they get all huffy mm-hmm. and puffy about it. Yes. And that's driving, like, 
Did you do the Gillette? I haven't heard. I have to listen to the episode of the Gillette commercial, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, by, that's what I'm I sure. About. I'm sure by this time that we release it, I will have listened to it. <laughs> I hope so, because <laughs> it was just released today, yesterday, yesterday. Uh-huh. But oh, I just saw it today come out released in my podcast. But um, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that that's maybe probably what you talked about because these men now are going crazy because behavior is being. Uh, uh, I saw I the Gillette commercial. And people are like, oh, oh, oh. that's are what they I said. Now? I said they're. I said these whiny little crybabies <laughs> because they're being told they shouldn't do things that they've just had free reign to do right. for so long. And now people are going, no, 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 cut that shit out. No, like what? 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 Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I, it, it's it's funny because a lot of people are starting to think like Angela. You know, some people are like Angela because we've gotten so damned sensitive at times where I'm like, dude, no, I'm not going to, I don't think that's anything. It's just a common sense, right? Because someone else that, someone else was talking, they're like, well, he didn't want to get in jail, so he did this and like tried to avoid jail. I, I've got a way to avoid jail, take responsibility and don't do anything criminal. Don't I mean, do it's anything fairly criminal. How about simple. That? <laughs> it's a fairly simple thing. Me saying that doesn't mean that I have any bias at all. It means... If you don't want to go to jail, don't do something criminal. It's kind of an honest... you got to look at your behavior at some point. Right. <laughs> like, what right. am I supposed to excuse it? Like, whose yes. fault is it? And Well, we've been doing this for a really for long time. a really time. long time. Because I've been talking about this for a long time. Not the, the whole... Not only just taking responsibility... Well, yes. I think it all stems to taking responsibility for your actions. I talk about making concessions for stupidity. Mm-hmm. People are doing dumb shit. And we're supposed to then change what we do to accommodate your stupidity. Right. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. And and part of that is the people who want to who want to cross the street against the light. I have a green light, you're a pedestrian, you have a red light. It says don't walk. You are in the street in my path. I'm not going to stop because mm-hmm. I have a green light. I have the right of way. You are the idiot. Mhm. That should not be crossing the street. I'm not making a concession for you to stop because you're too stupid to know how to cross the street. Well, and it's entitlement. Well, you stop for me. Exactly. Exactly. It is entitlement. Yeah, and I'm not doing it. It's a sense of entitlement. And here's the thing. Nobody's entitled to anything. (laughs) Right. You are no more entitled to anything than I'm entitled to something unless you work for it or earn it or whatever it is. Right. You know, things aren't just given to you because, you know, and I I left teaching because it was starting to annoy me. My students were like, they didn't want to do the work, but at the end of the semester thought that I should accept all their work. (laughs) You know, I had, I had one student who didn't do her work all through the semester. And at the end she's like, but I am on, I'm on uh, academic probation and I won't get my financial aid if you fail me. Well, that is not my problem. problem. (laughs) I I don't know why that's that's my problem. problem. You have to take responsibility. If you knew you weren't going to get financial aid if you were failing, then you, you should have done your work to, yeah, to make <laughs> to sure you pass don't fail. The class, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's not my problem. Like it's not my problem or my responsibility to allow you to turn in all your work at the end. No. Your work was due. And here's the thing: it's not doing anybody service. It's not. I'm not. I would have been a terrible teacher. Did if other I was, students turn their shit in on time? 
Absolutely. So why That's is what I'm saying. so why is she That's so special? I, because you know she needs. I don't know, right? <laughs> exactly. Other students I mean, are. And actually, I think she said something like, "Well, is it possible for me to pass this class?" And I think I literally said to her, "Absolutely, it's possible. It's not going to be this semester, <laughs> but there are many people who pass my class." <laughs> <laughs> I love my it. class was not difficult to pass. <laughs> right, it is possible to pass the class. Yes, yeah, it won't you... be now. <laughs> right, you can't. You can't not, not right now. now. But it's possible in the future. You might like. But oh, she didn't I want to accept it. responsibility. And well. you know, it was funny because I, I I'm in the middle of writing my book, and I was in the chapter of responsibility because I'm I created the script. I was doing my script for my workshop to kind of go through responsibility. Yeah. This thing. And you cannot change your habits. You'll never be able to change your life if you don't change your habits and if you don't accept responsibility. Right. I mean, what if, your the, what if this was a job and she had a she had a, 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 a project that was due? Right. I mean, is the boss supposed to go, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Just turn it in whenever. Whenever like, you no, need. There's a reason there's a deadline. Exactly. I mean... But it also, and it's funny because I'm sure that that student lost her financial aid and then blamed, blamed me. you. Oh, of course. It was, it was me that was the problem, right? Of course. And that's the problem. See, it was funny because the moment I started to actually work on myself and, and get better and start to really focus on my habit change, I had spent so many years living in resentment over my ex. And mm-hmm. different people in my life that had wronged me. Mm-hmm. I blamed them for the situations that I was in. I blamed them for my debt. I blamed them for this. I blamed them for not, you know, all this stuff. And I never got better because I sat in the blame. I didn't feel like I had any place. Me placing all the blame on somebody else gave them all the power. <laughs> yeah. It's a very disempowering thing. To yeah. blame someone or hold someone else responsible yeah, it's for act- you. It's actually, it's pretty powerful to own the shit that you do. Even when it's fucked up shit. Exactly. It's, it's, you feel a sense of power and ownership and it's like, oh, this is, this is all within my control. Right. Because this- when you blame it on somebody else, you're giving your control. Exactly. It means that you have no control over anything you do, which means that you're always going to be screwed and never change your habits. Because you because can't control other else. people. You can only control yourself. Exactly. So, yeah. So you'll always be fucked if it's always somebody else's fault. Right. So if it's always someone else and it's always... And that's why I'm always like, God, the first thing we need to do if you really want to be helped is you have got to take responsibility. You know what? You have to. I Yeah, yeah you're right. My ex-husband, he was not supportive of um of me as an actor he didn't like it you know but i never said no i'm going to do it you know i never stood up i said no you're right i'll give it up and i started to make excuses you know mm-hmm. all of these relationships these past relationships that i bitch about and i'm like blah, 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 blah. you know what i got to be responsible i i'm the one that pretended like i was totally cool with the way things were going and i wasn't and i right. was never honest about that and that's when I started to take responsibility for myself mm-hmm. and start changing. And it's starting to drive me nuts because the more and more I hear about shit, I'm just like, oh, my God. People need to start <laughs> learning again mm-hmm. how to be accountable. Yeah. 
It's for true. their own actions. Like, even when I hear, and I, I, I get a lot of backslash with this one, too. Like, I'm scared sometimes to put stuff on Facebook because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to get backlash from my extreme liberal friends. Because, and I'm liberal, right? right. But I know I'm going to get, like, backlash because I'll be like, look, um, can we blame all of these, you know, all of this on this? Can we blame behavior? Like, we can't blame everything on a community or blame everything on, you can't. Right. At some point, we all have to look at ourselves and be like, okay, what's going on? What do we need to reclaim our control over to stop right. the what bullshit? Did, what did Michael Jackson say? I'm starting with the man in, in the, the mirror. mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. <laughs> right. Right? Exactly. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look, look at, at yourself, yourself and, and make, make a, a change. change. Na, 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 if you na, na, want na. to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. Exactly. Although he probably said it more like this. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself <laughs> and make a change. Yeah. <laughs> That's so the truth though, right? But it like, is. It's the truth. It is. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something about the very first time that I was a parade marshal for the Evanston 4th of July Parade Association. I had a section, mm-hmm. a sector of the parade, <clears throat> and I had the South Shore Drill Team mm-hmm. in my section. Um, the South Shore Drill Team, they are very entertaining. People love them and everything, but they do not want to follow the rules ah, of the parade. Of course. So... Um, part of the rules of the parade, because we want the parade to flow uh, nicely and not have big gaps and everything, is they need to keep the the space between them and the, the unit in front of them less than an intersection. Ah. Uh, you know, uh-huh. less than an intersection away. Yeah. They had put like... Three or four intersections between mm-hmm. the, and I kept ch- trying to get them to speed up, and they didn't want to do it. So they also, also we we also give awards. Uh, there's you know competition in the parade. So there's the judges booth, and you can stand there and you can perform, but you can only perform there for forty five seconds. If you perform longer than forty five seconds, you're disqualified. So. They stood up there and they and they were performing. And after a while, I'm like, okay, because again, the rest of the parade the is going right, on. Right. So there's now an even bigger gap because they're performing, which is fine. They just need to catch up. But so um, it, it's getting close to 45 seconds. And I started to go up to the to the person to say, you know, you can only. And she starts yelling at me before I could even finish the thing. I'm like, okay. And I walked away. So we got to the end of the parade and they found out they got disqualified. Oh, and they thought because that was my fault. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. It was my fault. Of course it was. That they got disqualified. I said, how was it my fault? Yeah. I said, I tried to tell you that you could only stand in front of the judge's booth for 45 seconds. You chose, number one, not to listen to me, and number two, to do what the fuck you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And that's why you got disqualified. Mm-hmm. Now you did it. Blah, blah, blah. I said, I don't. I was like, I honestly, I don't have that power. I don't have the power to get you disqualified. Mm-hmm. I said, I, you know, I appreciate you thinking that I'm that important. I'm not that important. I don't have that kind of power to get you disqualified. Right. You got yourself disqualified. Exactly. But people don't want to admit when they're wrong. But we have to admit when we're wrong because we all are wrong. We all make mistakes. We all do. See, that's the thing. That's the whole point, I think, of the icky <laughs> junkie. Is that we all make we mistakes. We all make mistakes. And we got to, like, take it, like, 
We got to say, you know what, dude, that was my mistake. And you're not going to change anything. And it's not going to get better until you take responsibility. Like if you're passing off everything, you know, it's funny. I was just writing about negative. I think I said it about nasty negative, one of the red flags in my, when I did the podcast alone the other day, Mm -hmm. you know, like these negative people. This woman who comes to my room all the time and she's banned, you know, it's all, it's everybody else who's the prick. No, you know what? If you can just acknowledge that you are a negative person and you are attracting this to yourself, then it might change. Yeah. <laughs> but until then, it never will. It never will. It never you will. Can't change and you what are you don't gonna acknowledge. be a powerless person because everybody else has control over your life situations. Yep. Everybody else. And and, and it must and you must feel Helpless. Helpless. So why not take responsibility and feel some power? Because I'm, I'm telling you, it when I take, when I first started taking ownership in what I do and how that manifests itself in my life, man, I mean seriously, I feel powerful. I really yeah. do. Uh-huh. I feel, I feel a sense of power. Anytime I can go, nope, that was my bad. I did that shit. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just it's just a very powerful feeling. Exactly. And as soon as you like take power back and take control and start acting like you have control, it's weird how just the universe mirrors that energy and brings it kind of to you because that's what that's what the universe is. If you are attracting everything that is opposite of what you're looking for, then you're going to keep getting more and more of the opposite. But if you right. start to actually take control and actually take steps forward, your life will go completely opposite. So one of the things that I'm thinking of people making big mistakes is is blaming and not taking control and thinking that this and this entitlement, those are some big mistakes that we aren't even aware that we're making because it's just it's kind of, of the general, like, yeah. it's like almost a general, um, what am I, I don't know, nature now? Oh, yeah, like second nature. You yeah, know, it's just... almost like a general. Uh, now, well, it's like, a response now. It's a general response. A, it's a conditioned. It's a conditioned response where in, immediately if something happens, you are able to shift that in your mind to somebody else. That it's somebody else did this. Somebody did right. that. You know. Right. And instead of just owning what right. you've done, you know, like these women, I can't get here till six. I guess I'm just going to have to take responsibility and pay full price for these drinks. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't get here in time for brunch. I guess next time I need to take responsibility and leave a little earlier. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's like the same thing, you know, when people are always late to work. I'm <laughs> yes. like, all you got to do is get up 10 minutes earlier so yeah. that you can get to work on time. Yeah. I mean, that's it's, your responsibility. It's yeah. It's not right. the traffic. It's not. You know there's traffic. You live in a city. Mm-hmm. You live in a major metropolitan area. You know there's traffic. Mm-hmm. So, unless there's an accident, which is which is out of the control, right? Completely different. There are times but, when things are out of control, out of your control. But I will still say because you know there's probably going to be an accident at give some point. Ample you give time. yourself extra time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do it all the time. I'll leave a little extra, early, and that may mean that you get there maybe twenty, 20 minutes, minutes early. early. Oh my god, that's weird that we thought that. <laughs> <laughs> We're twins. <laughs> But yeah, so then you get there 20 minutes early, you got some time, maybe go get a cup of coffee, you know, or go just chill. Or, or you just know what? Chill. Or like go in the bathroom and put your makeup on instead of in the car. Right. And almost <laughs> swerving into me because you're putting on mascara. That's possible, yes, yes. right? Yes. So yeah. Because so- I'll tell you one thing. 
one thing I always hated when I worked a corporate job was, or what I would have hated had I been somebody who was late, is walking in and going straight to work because it's time for me to work. I always got to work at least 20 minutes before so I could chill. I could say hi to people. I could go get something to drink. I I didn't have to start work as soon as I got to work Mm -hmm. because I got there early. Because that's frustrating. Oh, God, I hate it. You know, it's like, oh, I feel rushed when I got to walk in and then, like, jump in and do stuff, you know? Exactly. You know, you've already probably had a rough commute. Exactly. So why would you want to do that to yourself? Exactly. So there you go. Don't make the mistakes of feeling like you're entitled to anything because nobody's entitled to anything more than you are. Right. And, um... And don't, don't play, don't the, blame play game. the blame game. Don't be a victim. Victimhood just makes you weak. Nobody wants to be weak. Give yourself some power and take responsibility for your actions. Right. And that's how it is. That's right. That's right, Jamie. Well, Black. thanks, Angela. It's nice recording with you again. Thanks. It's nice recording with you. And I just want to quickly say, you guys, I have a live workshop in Chicago, 77 West Washington. This is on March 3rd from 9 to 3.30 at the Chicago uh, Body, Mind, and Healing Center. Uh, if you're interested... I used to work in that building. You did? It's a nice building. It's right yeah. across from the Daily Plaza. That's the Methodist uh, yes. building. Yes, it is. And... Um, it's a very nice area, a little nice spot. Space is limited. I only have 20 spots available. Ooh. If you want to, you need to uh, send me a message immediately at a new chapter with Angela at gmail.com. The workshop is a seven hour workshop, $75. If you register by February uh, 20th, and uh, lunch and snacks will be provided. Ooh, lunch and snacks provided. And we're going to be talking like about uh, responsibility and anger and self-comparison and all of these things that might be cluttering, cluttering your mind and keeping you stuck. So if that's something you're into, you feel like you're always in a rut, you feel like you're not getting anywhere in your business, you feel like you take 12 steps forward to take 15 steps back, that's, that's the workshop for you, Okay. Yes, and if you want uh, to talk about any uh, bad life choices that you've made, you can send those to us at ickylousyjunkie at gmail.com. That's right. And we'll read it on next podcast or or a couple of podcasts. We will not use your name. It's all anonymous, so chill out. Exactly, chill. All right, well, this has been the Icky Lousy Junkie Life Showdown. I'm Jamie Black. And I'm Angela DeMarco. Have a great life. Have a great life. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.